Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. Oh my god, hi. Welcome back to Disney Adult, the podcast where comedians watch and review Disney properties from the perspective of adults. Okay, calm down. We are discussing The Eternals today. We decided to go with a little bit of a different format because these episodes are too damn long. The episode cannot be longer than the movie, Devin. Um, So I hope that you enjoy sort of what we're trying here. I'm joined by Adriana Trojkowski and Garrett Kelly, and we discuss a group of 7,000-year-old space models who have been sent to Earth by a giant action figure to do next to nothing the entire time. Without further ado, here we go. Oh my goodness, good evening. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I would prefer I would prefer in this situation and as we've stated before in every situation, singing won't be necessary. <laughs> I love it. And I know we did have the stipulation before that only if you were holding a microphone in your hand, but this is even still another exception. <laughs> it doesn't have rhinestones role. on it, so it won't. <laughs> <laughs> um good evening. We are here to discuss the Eternals. Um Okay, first of all, I'm going to have to stop your moving all around because this microphone <laughs> is going to be nothing but feedback. As I told you to stop moving, you stood up. <laughs> Sorry. If I sit, if I sit like under, I'm currently under a blanket, and if I sit real comfortable, I will not talk. I'll just fall asleep. So I need to make okay. myself a little full uncomfortable. leather coats. Yeah. Um, we're all on a leather couch. And after this movie, it's hard not to fall asleep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're talking about Eternals. We just got done watching it. We've turned yeah. the mics on. So we're, we have hot mics and hot takes. <laughs> Um, We're going to do something a little bit different this time in the sense that these podcasts have been going too long. The podcast cannot be longer than the movie. And it, it <laughs> well, we not, yeah, especially not, not this, this movie. <laughs> There's no danger. There's no danger of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a little bit of a different format. We're going to touch base at the top and then we're just going to read the plot a little mm-hmm. bit. Oh, then we're going to read the screenplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to read the entire script. Um <laughs> That and then we'll fun. we'll jump into opinions. Okay. Since you've both been on the podcast before, I know both of we know your history with Marvel movies. Uh, Garrett, huge fan. Age, you've seen almost all of them, if not all of them, and like them when you're you're yeah. a good time girl. As we I'm a good time girl. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, just up before, without giving too many details away, how do we feel about it? I feel like it was terrible 10 out of 10 (laughs) (laughs) is my review. You know, I actually agree. It was easily probably the, you know, if I need to rewatch all of them, but that's probably the worst Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. I had now Garrett, you've seen this before. You saw it in theaters. Yes. I was like one of zero people. Did you? Okay. Well, I also went. Thank you very much. No, Um, I mean like in my, in my screening, there were nobody that there was nobody there. I was just me. Did you see it opening weekend? I did. Oh, that is not good. It was like an it was like a 
like a 1 p.m. or 11 okay. a.m. He likes to go during the day. Even still. I enjoy it. I like it too. I saw this in age. This is your first time seeing it. It was my first time. Okay. What a ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I have seen this. I saw it in theaters opening night, but I was, and especially upon rewatching You it, see everything, for the record audience, Devin sees all of the movies opening night and then sees them again that next weekend with a friend. No, you didn't me. double dip this one, did so you? So I tried desperately, let me tell you. <laughs> um, so I do see everything opening night because I do think a big part of Marvel movies is seeing them with an excited crowd opening night. I yeah, think that's it, fair. It can take a B-plus movie and make it an A-plus totally. movie. Because okay, this is B-plus. <gasps> audience Ooh, reaction. Yeah. And I also got very... High. <laughs> I did not think I was that high. Are you high for all Marvel movies? Or no, 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 no. It's one? pick or choose. Um, but for this one, now, upon rewatching it, I realized I must have been very high because I mm. left that movie thinking it was pretty good. It had mm. problems, of course, but I didn't think it was who doesn't that bad. I remember um, we talked originally right after you'd seen it. I'd seen it opening weekend, and I was like, Devin, it's horrible <laughs> and you're like i don't know it was pretty i was like no i think it was really really bad i was defending, I was defending it like an abusive boyfriend i was like yeah. you, didn't, you don't know what the movie is like when nobody else is around watch it again it'll change yeah i remember i remember when you yeah. were like that and i tried to go see it again because i was yeah. convinced that it was good yeah I am so thankful I did not go see this movie again mm. after rewatching it just now. It's too long. It's too long. There's so <laughs> many things. Before we get into yeah. details, let me read this plot really, really quick. Do you want me to read it? Under no circumstances. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could um, do it with an accent. <laughs> oh my God. Double we'll no. talk about the accent. Double no. Double no. Double no. Um, here we go. And this is a long plot, and I've trimmed away at least 60% of it. In 5000 BC, 10 superpowered Eternals are sent by the Celestial Arishem to Earth in their starship to exterminate an invasive species called the Deviants, uh, the, the last of which were killed in 1521, and the group's opinions differ over their continued responsibilities to Earth and Earth's people and their relationships with humankind, essentially. Over the next 500 years, they live mostly apart, awaiting Arishem's return. In present day, the Deviants have returned after a global earthquake, causing the Eternals to reconnect and investigate their return. Cersei, Icarus, and Sprite find Ajax, their leader, dead from a Deviant attack, and continue to find uh, go on to find the rest of the Eternals. Cersei is posthumously chosen by Ajak <laughs> as her successor. By the way, that last part that was really like succinct, I just deleted everything and rewrote it. I should have done that whole thing for this. <laughs> this is so much unnecessary. Okay, so anyway, Ajak chooses Cersei as her successor, granting her the ability to communicate with Arishem, who reveals that their mission on as the Eternals was not to fight the Deviants, but to prepare Earth for the emergence. Arishem explains that for millions of years, Celestials have been planting their seeds in populated planets for new Celestials to be born, with a deviant sent to destroy apex predators on each planet to ensure the development of intelligent life. However, when the deviants evolved and began hunting the planet's native populations, the Celestials created the Eternals to cull them. C-U-L-L. <laughs> Having learned... To love humanity, the Eternals reassemble and decide to prevent the emergence. Icarus reveals that he was informed of the emergence by Ajax centuries before, choosing to remain loyal to Arishem, fed Ajax to the Deviants six days prior to the Previan to prevent her from stopping the emergence. 
Um, he then goes on to try to prevent the rest of them from also preventing the emergence. However, Makari, Druig, Thena, Fastos, and Cersei ultimately stop the emergence by forming a unimind that allows Cersei to kill the Celestial and save the planet. Thena, Druig, oh Makari... Oh, my God. Yeah, it's uh, one more sentence. Uh, Thena, Druig, Makari depart on the Dama, which is their spaceship. Huh. I didn't is see it written. <laughs> no, <laughs> Do- Domo. Dominoes? Yeah. Okay. Um, while Cersei, Fastos, Kingo, and Sprite remain on Earth. However, Cersei, along with Fastos, Kingo, are remotely dragged into space by Arishem, who states that he is displeased with their treason, but elects to spare humanity if the Eternals' memories show that the humans are worthy of living. Vowing to return for judgment, he disappears into a singularity, taking the trio with him all right so i want to start positive (laughs) (laughs) let's start with what we liked about the movie costumes costumes were great no okay Okay. sorry okay the costumes are great but they go with it we're starting positive go with it we're starting positive They, they didn't change their costumes they changed a little bit a little bit I guess. But they don't. <laughs> no, the costumes don't change because the people don't change. They are eternal. Okay. Okay. They say the same size. Costumes are cool. Same costumes. Thank costumes you. are cool. Okay. I liked. I like the costumes. We did notice, and I've noticed this since the movie has come out. Most of these costumes are spandex, Complete. with like some like things over top of it, yeah. which is wonderful because it fools you. Like yeah. I don't think I was that. fooled. I'm still fooled. But now when we were watching it, there were a couple moments where I was like, oh yeah, he's in leggings. <laughs> like, yeah. This man is in printed leggings. <laughs> I also like the um. The landscapes. We got some nice scenery in there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The, <laughs> the I, hair. The hair. I kind of. <laughs> I, I. I liked how they represented the superpowers of everyone. Like created this sort of like shield mech oh, around yeah. them, um, out of the gold. Like yeah, like the gold stuff, little liney things. Yeah, that was, was cool. I don't know if I ever got an explanation of what it was because sometimes it was an. Oh, that's blast. not what movies are for. I get that, but it's <laughs> like it was used in so many different ways. Where it's like, okay, is it a shield or is it an energy blast? Like, I but don't it depends know. on the person something. doing it, right? Right, but if I yeah. can, if I'm Thena and I can make something into a sword or into a halberd or into a shield, mm-hmm. I feel like I could also make something into a very strong glove, like Gilgamesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's more of an imagination thing that, instead of like sure. a limitation. I'm gonna pull up what their powers are because I do think sometimes their powers are really really clear, and then other times it's like, okay, what make like what makes Thena's powers? Different. And audience, you did hear that right? That is Thena, not Athena. It is and Thena. That's gonna be on. Well. I'll pull up the powers and we'll compare, but like what makes Thena different than Fastos? Like Fastos also creates right. like technology, I get it, and she makes weapons out of their like cosmic energy or but whatever. But he makes weapons too. They're just like technology. they just but have buttons. He, maybe and- he makes the weapons and gives them to her. And what? then no, she he, okay, uses no, them. question. Okay. <laughs> Did you see that happen in the movie? I saw a lot of things not happen in the movie <laughs> that we're somehow supposed to know. <laughs> or that were explained by the first little paragraph in the movie that you're Which just supposed to get. the first paragraph is a lie. Oh my Wait, God. Because it, it sets up the whole... Yeah, like, we're starting positive chill. They're from Olympia, which doesn't exist. Yeah. They're there to you know safeguard human or whatever. It's like three or four lies that we find out later are, are lies. But it's like, this is the prologue. The prologue isn't like mm-hmm. Erisham telling this or them telling this. Yeah. This is the director can saying, I read like, the powers? this is the world. Sorry. Oh, I haven't looked bad. them up yet. Oh, but can I read them when you do? Yeah. Um, something else I liked... <laughs> 
I do like that they're like a mythological element. I remember when I watched it first in theaters, I left thinking, okay, there are some problems with it, but it felt like a mythology story. Like some of the, some of like the, you know how in mythology sometimes like the character choices or like the things they do don't make sense because it's lore and it's legend. And it's uh, like, you know. Lore for who, dude? Like Zeus turns himself into <laughs> a swan. That's some real shit to me. But to like Zeus turns himself into swan a swan to impregnate someone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And who threw their gonads into the water and then Aphrodite was born? Zeus. Oh, right on. <laughs> yeah, if something's crazy oh, yeah, going on. Yeah. Daughter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something crazy is going on. It's Zeus. It's Zeus. Um, so I liked that their names were like, it would make sense that if they've been around a thousand years that all of these names of these mythological and, and fables would come from them. The choice, and I know it's from the comics, but whoever wrote that, the choice to make some things like one letter off. Yeah, like Ajax. Instead, Instead of Ajax. Ajax. Which Ajax is known for being super strong. Super strong. But somehow Gilgamesh has that. Yeah. Okay, go on. Exactly. Also, Gilgamesh is not... Wait, is Gilgamesh Greek mythology? No. no. That's is biblical. Gilgamesh is not biblical. Gil- it's, Gilgamesh is my brother. I think it's like <laughs> ancient Babylon and Sumerian. And yeah. Yeah. I haven't read the Bible. I don't know. God bless. Or like Athena is just Athena. Athena. Just Athena. And they make a point a couple times to point it out and to be like, it's actually just Athena. And I'm like, right. it was stupid the first time and right. it's now stupid the third time. And <laughs> It's not Druid. Drid. It's Druid. It's Drig. Drig. <laughs> okay. Um, it's not. Something else I liked. <laughs> I am really struggling to find things I liked. Um, well, I liked some, some characters. I like Druig. Druig. Let's talk about Druig. Druig is phenomenal. Yeah, really loved, really loved him. I generally think the acting of like seven of the of the ten, <laughs> and I don't know if I necessarily blame the all the acting, uh, all the actors for the for how bad acting. it was, um, because I think they're actually, they're doing great work. Yeah. I think yeah, Richard yeah, Madden yeah. is a good, does a great job acting in this. Angelina Jolie, uh, yeah, Macari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so Druig. Macari, Druig. Druig. Uh, are my favorite. Yeah. Um, I think, and it's so wild that so many of the lines are exposition, which is the hardest thing to act because mm-hmm. people don't talk like that. Why is there so much exposition for a movie where next to nothing happens the whole time? The whole time it's either exposition or motivational speak speech. Mm-hmm. And it's like, those are so worthless without any of the foundation. Yeah. Or any meat. Oh, I was inspired. Oh, okay. You were inspired to take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Shh, we're staying positive. Well, let's get negative because this movie is bad. Um, I, this movie is so long. Yeah. First of all, Mm -hmm. it's long as hell. It drags. It drags quite a bit. There were a couple times we made the unfortunate decision to pause it and lay which is a reminder of the choice you made every time because right. we would pause it ever like oh, we're about halfway through this 40 minutes of two and a half hours it's ever if you've ever run on a treadmill and you're like oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run for three miles uh and then you're like okay okay i'm that's a good pace i'm getting a little tired i'm probably about halfway i'm probably two miles in it's like oh my god you, you've just hit start yeah this is the longest fucking movie and I, nothing happens. Yeah. You're looking at me because I did look like I was about to start a sentence. But if you have nothing, I have something. Oh, I have something. But <laughs> it's still in, it's still in the positive column. Yeah, sure. Oh. Okay. Um the actor that that does the camera 
that's like filming yes. the whole time. The, that's like yeah, what's his out. name? I don't know. The, I don't remember his name. And, and his like they barely King give goes him, valet. Yeah, yeah, they barely give him like a character or like an arc or a story or anything. But he was really he was he was funny. He was grounded because it it felt like one. He was the only character in the movie making any rational human. Yeah sentence or choice or anything yeah and then they had another one but i completely forgot but you had something i was there's a couple things that well i don't know how i feel about them i kind of go back and forth on like okay so fina is has this disease in this movie so if you have not seen this movie don't don't also (laughs) we're not going to make it any more clear than it could be because there's yeah it's very sorry for moving devin i'm sorry if you guys hear this stuff it's just because i'm moving sorry guys (laughs) but fina so they've been alive forever. They're alive for thousands of years. They've been on Earth yep. for like 7,000 years. Mm-hmm. It is revealed halfway through the movie that their whole purpose is to go to these these planets, make sure that the intelligent life gets advanced enough that the energy from these beings can birth another celestial who will go on to repeat this pattern. Exactly. But they're beings that have been alive forever. They're also robots. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... One thing that can happen is if they're not reset after the emergence properly, they get what's called, like, what was it? Weary, mind weary. weary. Mad weary. Yeah. And Fina has this, where essentially she just has moments where she lapses and she tries to kill everybody around her. Because her memory is fractured and she's remembering all of the devastation and destruction. Maybe, or maybe because Arshem, the big celestial, made the deviants to do this, this job that the Eternals are doing, and then they, they all went crazy and killing things, and then he doubles down and makes something else to kill these other things. Yeah. So it's having the same exact freaking problem. And tell something him, else tell that him. I couldn't... It's so... It's so can we focus yeah, on the logic of this film for <laughs> one second of how bad it is? Uh, <laughs> the idea so of like, okay, great. We need a certain amount of living, intelligent beings to birth celestials. And then, like... Half of all living things died from that snap. And then this one little planet brought them all back. And this big celestial is like, well, we got to kill this one planet anyways. Even though it it probably did so much work for birthing other celestials in that Well, if you you think you can do a better, why don't you write one, huh? (laughs) Why don't you write your own movie then, huh? Yeah, I might. No, I think you should. That'd be fun. (laughs) But... Oh, oh, you know, yeah, continue okay, your thing. Okay, great. And then I have I'll another thing. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> so these robots, the Eternals, they, their hair never changes. No. And they, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but remember, imagine all the fads that have happened in the last hundreds of years. Yeah. yeah. And now you have to live 7,000 years looking with the same sideburns. And with the same like, they <laughs> never change. Like with when they go back in time to the other times, they never change out of their outfit that they're no. in. And it, it's like, make yourself comfortable. What well, are those loose like, things? Nobody in ancient Babylon asks Icarus, like, where'd you get that buzz cut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know or what like, I mean? Or like, how is your material, material so shiny and we're just like wearing some dirty clothes? How'd you all come from the same spot, but you have this weird Irish accent? And you- <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Was another, this was something else that was weird. It was like, do they... D- it gives off the impression that until there's like a written word... They just kind of tell everybody their deal. Yeah. Like when they're in ancient Babylon, she's putting up a whole fireworks show of like, I'm from this planet and <laughs> and we kill these guys and all this stuff. And one day you'll do the same. And yeah. like showing them the future and all this stuff. But then like when it gets to like camera phones, everybody's like, no, no, shh, 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 keep that, keep that in, keep that in. We're not ready. We're not ready. Yeah. 
Little it was just weird. I also thought it was like a very weird. Oh, why'd you cover your mic? Because I was burping. Oh, I thought you were about to really go for it. Um, I thought it was like a very <laughs> oh weird. <my> <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a very like it was very just like so like it was like pro human propaganda. <laughs> okay, let's take a, a good yeah. minute to talk about the propaganda. It was just so. This movie felt like somebody was writing propaganda to like pro human life, pro humanity yeah aren't we so great but it felt like somebody who doesn't truly believe that yeah trying to write or it. or someone who doesn't truly know us yeah because <laughs> by the end we were all sitting on the couch kind of like i think i'm pro celestial like yeah, give really someone was. else a chance I, really was. And I was like we're not evolving wipe us out this thing's making galaxies yeah, yeah. and then on the other hand it was so mul- like murky because then on the other hand they're like this will create billions of lives i was like on earth aren't we up to like five billion we're like eight billion eight billion right i lowered the bar because i was originally thinking seven then i was like that's ridiculous (laughs) but then they're like we're gonna get rid of these are they gonna create hundreds of billions of lives or is it just sort of like i think that this person didn't even the writer didn't even know space because if celestials are truly making galaxies there's hundreds of billions of stars in a galaxy yeah it's too much it's too crowded like the the idea it's like oh one earth it's like no you'd be making hundreds of billions of lives at the at the bare 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 minimum i will say the celestials are the scariest thing in this whole movie because of their size alone because they're humongous that it makes me nervous i don't like to see big things yeah no i'm with you <laughs> yeah. when i walk downtown i have to look right at the sidewalk he's screaming the he screams yeah. the entire <laughs> <laughs> but they were so huge it's overwhelming it's overwhelming and it feels like okay well when push comes to shove why even fight these things because like when they would get zapped into space to talk to them they are like a flea did you notice also mm-hmm. okay when what's the lead chick's name Cersei. Cersei. When Cersei like learned that she could what are the bad guys' names? Deviants. Deviants. <laughs> when she learned that she could turn a deviant into a tree, and then people were all amazed, and then later someone else brought it up and they're like, How'd you do that? And she's like, I don't know. And it meant it seemed like it was gonna be this whole big thing, and then it just never came up again. That I is I think that's the slogan. I was just gonna say that's the tagline of this movie. <laughs> the movie yeah. Everything yeah. seems like it'll be a big thing, but then it'll never come it up again. It never comes up I again. Remember that how the, the deviants de- huh? The deviants in general yeah. are introduced as the big bad guy of this, and I understand the twist and, <gasps> mm-hmm. and the whole thing. And, and all the that twist mess. that never comes back again. Well, the twist is like oh actually the good guys are the bad guys and and yada 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 yeah but, but deviants then, are still the bad guy that's the thing then he right. like kind of like saunters out of the beach <laughs> and is like i'm still here to <laughs> mess you guys up and then they have this weird fight scene with fina and this guy in a cave mm-hmm. just a mess just it a mess because he had evolved he was thinking and then uh, druic had the thing like oh they're us and it's like well is he trying to stop them and tra- stop the Celestial? Yeah. Or what on earth? And I'm with you, Devin. I know, Garrett, you disagreed while we were watching the movie. Um, but I agree with Devin that if it was broken up into separate movies and they had time to like sit in the movie no. and explain things, that it would have been better. Yes! This was already this too long. Relax. I was going to say, this is Dude. a good question. How, what would you have changed about this movie? If you were right, we'll start with you, H. What would you have changed? Or I can start. Okay, I'll start. Okay, you start. How would you have changed this movie to make it more palatable? 
Hmm. <laughs> Here, let me start. Yeah. Yeah. The idea, we, <laughs> we have the idea. Bro, okay, in my defense, I just finished watching this movie two minutes ago, and I'm still processing. Okay. 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 And, okay, and, so everybody just and get off my back. Okay? It's just that in you said defense, you would start. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, well, I wanted to start then. This is a different time. <laughs> in my defense, I did watch this movie when in November. I've been processing it for three months and nothing new has come up. So yeah. where you're at right now, that's where you're going to be. A smaller cast. We're still watching it. A smaller, a smaller cast. cast. Just like give us a second to like know who everybody is and like chill out and like get to know people and like How what they're doing. How about six Eternals? Yeah. Why uh, 10? Yeah. I think Agreed. you could still do 10, but if you don't spend the whole movie, hey, we got to go get the rest of us. That's the other thing. <laughs> Start with 10. And then kill four right <laughs> away. <that. laughs> right away. So it's like, this is raises the stakes immediately, makes the deviant scarier and like stronger. And also, then you don't have to try to like learn 10 different storylines. Yeah. I still don't know everybody's name. Well, the problem is you don't have 10 storylines. You don't have one. You just have Richard Madden, Icarus, and, and Cersei with zero chemistry, zero actual Girl. experiences. Um, and you're just. <laughs> seeing them look at each it's other and hold their hands for three hours. I pulled up all of their powers. I am on the same website. Okay, no, wait, wait, me first. What ads are you getting is what I'm more interested in. I have <laughs> Fluffy Puppy Jackpot. I've Ooh. been getting Euphoria ads. Oh. Like nobody's business. I'm never going to turn that show on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's start with Icarus and let's go. Let's let's switch. Let's take turns. Okay. You We're going to start with Icarus. So, um, and let me know if you have the same thing I have. Mm-hmm. He's described as all-powerful, which he's not. That's what I have. He Nine flies. Plus. He's super strong. He's the strongest Eternal, or the, Icarus is also the second strongest Eternal on Earth. They probably say Gilgamesh is the strongest. That would probably make sense. Um, and then he shoots lasers out of his eyes. Yeah. While we talk about their powers, can we see if they have a story? Line. Yeah. So Icarus's storyline is that he's in love with Cersei, but he's also loyal to Arishem. Arishem. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. Ajak. They later they say Ajax loved you. Yeah. Was and that just like Sprite like loved you. I think it's like they like oh, your maybe. family. Like she yeah. loved you. Yeah. I think Ajax sure. is family love, but you know that who knows that little Who's freak Sprite say? is <laughs> some high. Sprite. Oh, I remember another positive really fast. Yeah. Sure. When uh. Druid comes and bop sprayed on the back of the head to ch- to make her calm down. That's honestly the best. It was we watched movie. it three times just so you guys know. <laughs> so that's he's sort of the leader and he's kind of like the Superman, which yes. is wild. <sighs> Do you want to talk about it, Garrett? I I am was so floored in the theater that they mentioned like, oh, you're like Superman in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I cannot believe I cannot believe. that the Russo brothers, Feige, Disney let that out and let that happen. What on earth? Clearly, the amount of content <laughs> the MCU is turning out, people are not double checking anybody's work. Nobody looked. <laughs> and, and somebody just said, "Hey, close out. You don't understand anything about the MCU, so go ahead. Here's a pen. Free reign. Go for it." And I will say in Chloe Zhao's defense, a lot of beautiful shots a lot of it looked more cinematic than any other Marvel movie if I would even hire her to do the second one but somebody else has got to be like okay we let you have free reign on the first time here's an executive who's just gonna who's just gonna reel you in she is a great director for dramas and very serious things like if you look at her her breadth of work it is very much in that tone 
when she is trying to play in the comedic world or oh, even like Superhouse, oh, she's just not. Hit. Remember she's the bit. Element. Remember the bit with the Twinkies. So there's a moment. There's a moment, guys. Where Druig and Icarus, like, they're in their ship, and it's kind of like towards the end of the movie, and they're figuring out what they're going to do. No, it's kind of in the middle. Everything is the middle <laughs> of this movie. So they, Druig has a box of Twinkies, and like... And Icarus is holding like this... this emerald tablet. Ancient, emerald tablet. Which oh, they, I thought it was an iPad. No, it's this <laughs> emerald tablet that they kind of reference six them, hours prior. I heard them barely oh reference it, and no one explained what it was. And then yeah. they're both like looking at their respective things and then they kind of look at each other and have this moment and like look at each other's things and then just like awkwardly switch and walk away. It wasn't even awkwardly. It was like quick and like and awkward. ashamed. We're yeah. Full of shame right. about and it. I and we watched it twice and could not understand what it was supposed you, to be. We had no guesses. You literally said, I have no guesses as to what that's supposed <laughs> I had, to mean. I had no guesses on what that bit could be. Yeah. Not one. Nothing. I, not nothing. You know why Druig wants the tablet? Because Makari wanted it way back, you know, 5,000 years ago to tr- trade with these traders who said like, oh, it doesn't exist. But the thing is, oh. Druig, it was in her stash. She yeah. knows she has it. She already got it. She got it. So why would Druig go and say, hey, look what I found for you? That is a scene that should have ended, on the, that should have ended on the cutting room floor. Okay, so one out of 10, how do you feel about Icarus? Before we move on to our next person, like uh, looks wise or as a character, <laughs> um, as a character, I give everybody a ten out of ten in this movie. Uh, I give him a seven because I actually think he goes through a character arc more than most. Oh, you're right about that. Yeah. Okay, except for the very yeah. last scene of his. I Jesus will give Christ. him. I'll give him a seven too. Yeah, he, me too. Me too. Yeah, 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 seven, yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cersei, I'll read Cersei. Are you ready? Yeah. Cersei can manipulate matter on such a grand scale that she outshines all Eternals in this category. <laughs> because <laughs> nobody else can do it. Yeah. <laughs> she can take the molecules in an object and reshape them into whatever she pleases. Cersei has more fun with her powers than most Eternals. Also harbors great potential for destruction. I didn't get the fact that yeah. I did not, 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 I did not for a single second get the sense that she has more fun with her powers. Also, stop there because the rest of this paragraph is fucking yeah. I did. boring yeah. Yeah. as this I'm damn stopping. movie. But what do we get? She has more fun with her power. She was the most serious character, and she barely uses them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does she have a storyline? We're mad, guys. We're <laughs> mad. We're fucking mad. We're on fire tonight. We're spitting fire. What's your zero out of, or zero to ten for her? Cersei? Uh, uh, whatever. I'm going to let you guys go first. Well, I think better. <laughs> well, first, let's talk about her story arc a little bit. Yeah. Or just for a second. Her story arc is probably the most involved, but, like, they don't give her a ton really? of... I don't... She's the lead paper, oops, character. On paper, her story is the most involved. Yeah. She I think is the Icarus new leader. is. I think she's Icarus. But she's the new leader. She is sort of a representation of somebody who's fallen in love with humanity, or is supposed to be. Rejected she has a lovers. love Flaw story number one. with Icarus. Multiple love stories. She, she develops some superpower of being able to turn living matter now, and it's up to her to stop everything at the end of the movie. Having said all of that on paper, they do not give her the material to emotionally convey any no. arc. No. With all of that happening to her, it's always like, this has happened to me. And then her response is, I don't know why this is going to happen to me, but we'll know. figure it out. Yep. Ugh. Poor girl. Yeah. Poor. I mean, the lines are not there for her. No. Uh, I don't know if I, she might be a better actress uh, than she is showcasing there. But dear Lord, 
nothing happens. She has her character from the very first minute to the thousandth minute of this yeah. movie does not change in any yeah. way. No. She reacts to everything the exact same way. It's and horrible. It's not even for me it was like it wasn't even egregious. It was just like I don't care about this movie cuz the main characters are not affected by anything that's happening mm-hmm. around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has no care. Yeah. The world's ending in 6 days. Yeah. There's no urgency. I give her a all. 5 out of 10. I was thinking 4 out of 10. 2. Yeah, me too. 4 4. 4 4 4. four. 2 <laughs> out of 10. But maybe the acting, maybe the writing. This person's also not the lead. I also give her four out of ten because I did like her power set. I like they had some Those fun visuals. Cool. Yeah, but how useful is That's that? That's not a power you see every day. Her power is very useful. She just runs and hides all the time. No, I kept thinking like every time somebody would be on screen, one of the powers. My thought would be, okay, if I were this person and a deviant would attack me, what would I do? And for hers, I was re- she takes down two deviants almost. Um, yeah. It, but even still, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, uh, how you can only turn the sidewalk into tar so many times. Right. She only does it once, though. She can yeah. do it plenty of times. She could turn something into diamonds and, like, throw it at it. I was going to say, she turned, yeah, so she can, like, also not just dissolve matter, she can, like, build it up, right? No, well, she it's can just change, change matter. something into something. Yeah. Turn something okay. into fire, turn something into. Because she did that one, that bus, oil. she made it into little pellets. That's yeah. why I'm thinking of. Towards okay. the end, she turned something into birds. She turned one of those like meteorites into a bunch of birds. Oh, she did yeah. that? Yes. Which, God, those birds must be so confused. Yeah. All of them they're got like, hit by other meteorites. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I've, I've just learned to fly, and now I'm surrounded by death. Oh, God. Okay, so who's All right, next? I'll go next. Yeah. Kingo. Kingo was a very limited number of appearance in Marvel Comics, so the exact limits of his powers as an Eternal are unknown. Okay. Uh, in the comics, we distinguish him from... What? This is so stupid. Essentially, he finger shoots guns. finger guns. But, but in this... But in this oh, in the, oh, in the comics, he has a sword, but in the movie, he doesn't. He's also a top uh, Bollywood star, just so you guys know. Okay, let's talk about that. Because that is his storyline, is that he has gone on to be a Bollywood star. Because he, he has this, like... And I'm so sorry to shit on this movie. We really... but We're like, mad. We're mad. He has this whole thing where he's, like, he's become a Bollywood star. Yeah. And they try to do this monologue where he was so inspired by Sprite's ability to, ability to storytell that he, like, became a Bollywood star. I'm like, just make him a narcissist. Just make him, like... In love with himself, more it felt yeah. so. The story doesn't add up. It doesn't add, and also his, his character arc is, uh, hey, we need you to help save the world. No. <sighs> okay, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll, <laughs> sell, I'll help save the world, and then come the final fight. Hey guys, I'm gonna sit this one out. What the absolute fuck? That made zero it sense. Made had to and be then scheduling. he popped up again. For those of you who have not seen it, he popped up again at the end of the movie to pack up to, with a suitcase to pack up the car. <laughs> I think. <laughs> It had to be a scheduling conflict. It had to be something. He was, Kumail had jury duty They're or like, some shit. They're like, your muscles shit. are too big, you're well, out. I can't believe you would, I would, I can't believe he didn't, I mean, I, like, you don't read that script and say like, look, first of all, when you get to the end of a three hour movie and you've already felt like you've wasted so much time, to have a character that was such a big part of the story be removed at the very end and be completely right. inconsequential to the story. At and a, no one's even mad at him. 
No, no one, that I understood. I understood that yeah, if they've been alive for thousands of years. Don't disagree with me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. If they've been alive for thousands of years, their sense of morality and, and like their connection is probably yeah, closer yeah. to edit yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the even making him do it, like pick a side or what are we doing here? Like why make, make him leave to begin with? Pick a side or make some big speech about it. He was literally like, hey, uh, I'm not going to fight you. Uh, I'm also not going to join you. Peace. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, and then I'll see you later to help you pack up your car. <laughs> and then and and this guy, this actor is posting thirst traps like yeah. year a yeah. year through this production, and all of a sudden, and he's not even in the big fight. Also, he, there was no reason for him to get in shape. So stupid. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, because there's so many things that happen. The valet, yeah, makes this wonderful point where they try to send the valet home because it's like this is the end of the world. You should really go home, and he literally says. What am I going to do? Go home and watch TV? Like, it's the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Right. I would rather be here. Only for then, come on, (laughs) to get to the very end and be like, nah, let's go home and watch TV. What are you talking about? (laughs) What is going on? Two out of ten. I feel like this is a good way to go through the movie, by the way, with each character. One out of ten. Well, when there's 39 characters in the film. What do you give um, Kingo? One out of ten. (laughs) One out of ten. Like, like, one out of ten. One out what, of ten. How could you give more? Okay, we'll Gilgamesh. move on to Gilgamesh. So, Gilgamesh is the only Earth-based Eternal stronger than Icarus, Icarus, um, and considered the strongest of the group. Which in the movie you do not get that sense. In the movie, they're you constantly get, talking it, you about just Icarus. He's really just he's brutish. brutish. Yeah, but in strong. the movie they're just talking about how Icarus is so powerful right. at yeah. the time. Um, Blah blah blah. So he has, he's got those big gauntlets, and he's and really basically strong. he's really strong, and he he takes care of uh, Athena because yeah, and he kind of gets these like I guess gloves. <laughs> yeah, gauntlets. Yeah, yeah, Do like the other gloves. Yeah, like these big punching gloves made out of cosmic energy. Yeah, his storyline is that so Athena is dealing with this sickness where she could turn on anybody at any moment. Mm-hmm. And he volunteers to live with her, I guess, for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Um, to so that they don't have to like wipe erase all her, of memory, her memories, right? Yeah. So that she can still remain herself. Yeah. Um, and when we see him in the movie, after a while, he's like a little beat up, probably yeah. we guess by Athena. Um, and well, there's a deviant there. Oh. oh, that's right. Yet again. And then he said he could have used your help. By the way, oh. I know it's I know it's so lowbrow to ask for more action scenes in a movie. I know. <laughs> this movie needed more action scenes. <laughs> yeah. We needed to see them fight that deviant yeah. and mm-hmm. replace 40 minutes of dialogue with a five-minute scene. Here's the problem, though. Every action scene was very much the same. Yeah. The same kind of those... weird deviant that yeah. was... Which amorphous is, in some ways, and then yeah. the same power set. Which is so weird, because especially after doing this podcast, the one thing I've always said is Marvel is so good at telling their story through a fight scene. Like, yeah. Shang-Chi, in, one fight, in the first fight scene, you find out that he's been lying to his friend, that his father is after him, that his sister is part of it, and that uh, his best friend is going to be along for the ride the entire time. Mm-hmm. All in one fight. So much story. Here, every fight scene, it's like, oh, they're back. Yeah, but that, but Shang-Chi is a good movie. You don't care about, <laughs> yeah, you don't care about the deviants at all. They have no, like, 
ambition or and anything. So cool to look at. They have everything going for them, and then they're a bunch of duds. Yeah. They're duds. Like, they're duds. Yeah. Every time they show up, I'm like, oh, these guys are cool. Oh, yeah, but that's right. They don't have any impact on anything, and why should I even care? Yep. Yeah. Okay. We have to. We have to protect the eight billion humans from these six big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like wiry dogs. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm. We've got. We've got the Avengers. We've got tanks. We've got stuff. I think we're gonna be fine. Yeah. I don't think humans are made any out danger. of like power cords. They look yeah. wild. Yeah. Okay, Edward Scissorhands comes in, finishes <laughs> it up. Hey, I'm Tori. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. Have you always wanted to explore the world of sports, but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry? Or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won, who lost, and who makes way too much money. Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better. Regardless of your relationship with sports, Good Game is there to break it down for you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports, Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> um, so, oh, oh, but Gilgamesh's whole thing oh. is that he's going to protect her. What yeah. do you, one out of ten, Gilgamesh. I just think he's a sweet, nice dude. I'm going to give him a ten. Um, I'm going to give him a six and a half because he... We don't actually know if he loves Thena and Thena. No, but he took her for a weird. long time. It's just odd. After like seven thousand years, make a move or not? I don't yeah. know. No, it, he took care of her, and that's what we know, and that's what we base it. But on. I mean, she it was, is confusing. Their level of intimacy is confusing for people yeah. who decided to spend their entire eternity together. You don't really have an idea of like, are they romantically yeah, in love? Are they familially in love? Story, score. I, because I mean, it affects his motivation as like, is he in love with her, or does he treat her like her a sister? Level, yeah. Or is it like we're all in this together, and I'm the strongest of us, so I can take Athena and and move? I think it's more the latter. But the thing is, we don't know. That's why it's a six. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a six out of ten because I liked. I thought that storyline was interesting, even though they didn't go anywhere with it. And poor Don Lee. <laughs> the lines he was given oh were God. so bad. Yeah. The most exciting thing he does is drop a blueberry pie. <laughs> that was so dumb. And then they give him the just the cheapest freaking prop. Like you would see this in a high school what play. Prop? The the cast iron thing playing oh, that he yeah, yeah. And then he tears crinkles it up. up and it's like, oh my Get God, what a what a fake strong man. Yeah. Bullshit. All right, oh, you want to do the next? Yeah, but I did realize something. We already read Icarus. Yeah. yeah. And just to, we, we didn't talk about the, the sun, which I feel like is integral when you talk about Icarus. Yeah, let's. Well, we'll, we'll talk about, maybe we should talk about his suicide. <laughs> that he flew. At the end. Not too close, guys. He didn't fly too close. He flew into the sun. Super cool progressive because film. <laughs> because he couldn't live with himself. And we'll, we'll forgive Sprite for stabbing us in the back. And this guy's literally just trying to save a galaxy from being born. And he's yeah. like, well, I guess I have to commit suicide. And everyone's like, yeah, I guess so. Uh, no one said I guess so. He I, went. I was Chloe, Chloe Zhao like, did. I hate it here. Yeah. And then flies into the sun. But just the sun. Just that it's a sun. Are there no other ways to kill yourself? Oh, no, I'm God. not saying that. But I'm saying like, 
I'm going to fly into the sun is the cheesiest, stupidest way. Like, well, his name is Icarus. Get it? Get it? I'm surprised he didn't go back to the other Celestials and be like, yeah, those those motherfuckers are crazy, but I would love a new job. (laughs) (laughs) I would love a new planet. Yeah, I thought he was going. I thought he was going to another another planet another yeah. whatever well when he initially flies off the planet he turns around and I, in the theater i was like oh he's gonna laser this planet to death yeah oh. he's gonna nuke us and then he was he literally stops to look back and then does one of those like it, oftentimes in like a cw show where yeah. someone's really emotional and they shake their head three times and then they like storm yeah. off <laughs> into the sun yeah yeah he was Dumb. going to his room uh, just so you guys know, while we're watching that scene, I had said something about Icarus and the sun like way early in the movie. And when we got to that scene, Devin was watching me <laughs> watch the scene. I did turn on the couch and literally face you for a good three and a half minutes waiting <laughs> to for see you. To... My reaction. And you had a reaction of where all the hope left your body <laughs> through your exhale. That is exactly how I felt. <laughs> this, the, the writing in this movie is somebody who has only heard of Marvel comics and only heard of some of these ancient stuff. They're like, Icarus, you know how he'll go. He'll get it. Cause yeah. he's at the sun and his name is Icarus. It's like, dear Lord. Garrett, you have to relax. Oh, just, <laughs> you have to relax. Really it's just do. a little movie. Your blood pressure. Your neck is and you know what? I have and so you know many what? zone minutes. You know why you shouldn't it? get upset? Because, because these people are all rich. I'm going to get you and a bowl so, of that's what's wrong. And cold milk. That's what you need to be I mad about. That. Okay. Also, like, his name is Icarus because of that fable, yet the fable never happens because he does it at the end. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Athena. Okay. So, Athena is touted as a fierce warrior, which is an accurate description of the daughter of Zerus, not Zeus, <laughs> Zerus, and one-time leader of the Eternals from the comics. She spent centuries training her powers, an expert in creating and wielding various forms of weaponry, and her favorites being a powerful golden spear and a crossbow that fires bolts of energy. She did not Didn't have see that, that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have, Eternals heavily leans into the goddess of war's combat skills. And that yeah. is who she is. So in the movie, she does turn. She's a master of weapons, and she can turn cosmic energy into any type of weapon she needs. She's one of my favorite characters. I love to watch her fight. She is clearly like a challenge to DC's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Clear, clearly Marvel was like, oh, they're going to start doing these Wonder Woman movies? Well, we're going to make our own Wonder Woman. I'm kind of surprised Angelina Jolie chose to do this movie. I don't know why. I don't know the woman. <laughs> I think she, I think, I, and I don't know. I mean, we grew up in a time where she was so known for being not just the movie she did, but being in the tabloids. Yes. Yeah. But I think if we were, I think her whole thing is about being in action movies. Like, Tomb Raider and Salt and that where she curves the bullet. Yeah, Wanted. I don't know. Wanted. I guess I'm just That's like, movie. I was just a little surprised to see her in this. I'm not yeah. totally sure why. I also think she, at the time that they started filming this, she had just gotten a divorce from Brad Pitt and she had just started making movies again. She's got like, yeah, maybe. Because I think if Marvel calls, everyone kind of wants to pick up that phone too. You're like, why not? Yeah, but you're Angelina Jolie. You can. They're like, hey, do you want to yeah. be in the one of the biggest movies of the year? And so yeah. we're like, yeah. I'm not busy. I won't You're read the script. You're going to shoot for six days, and then we're going to CGI the rest of your performance. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I'm in. Be back in time for dinner. Kamal's going to be here for a little bit of the shoot, <laughs> and then he's going to come back for the end yeah. of the shoot. <laughs> but Athena is cool. She's, She's got very a cool. cool vibe. And that's the cinematography shining. Like, her powers on display are actually really cool to see. But 
And Angelina is very good. You can give her nothing, and she like turns. She makes you feel. She's very she's good feeling. at like the stoicism. Yeah. Character. She's having these freakouts with the mad weary. She was selling it in the moment. I couldn't. I wasn't quite sure if they were trying to. I couldn't. Have, I couldn't discern if the mad weary was supposed to be a character choice, like. We have this character who struggles with this form of cosmic mental illness. Right. Or if it was just a plot device. Because I was thinking it was mostly a plot device for the most of the movie. And then at the end, she has this scene where she's like putting her hand in a toaster. And then yeah. she's like, I just get confused sometimes. I'm like, oh, so is this still happening to you? I and agree. That had nothing to do with being mad weary. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Like, her mad weird is like, oh, my eyes glaze over and I try to kill things. Or it's like... <laughs> and I couldn't tell. Is she confused by the toaster because she's never had one? Mm-hmm. Is she... Or is she having a moment? I was confused by the same exact thing. And I, like, pre- I pretty much had the same journey as you with it. Where she, I thought it was, like, just a plot device. And then she was putting her hand in a toaster. Also, if she at any moment can snap and kill everyone around her... She can't be around people. <laughs> it wasn't right. clear in the movie. They kind of alluded to the fact that, like, once she killed that last deviant, that it was an emotional moment enough for her to not struggle with the Mad Weary anymore because she could remember. That's the whole thing is he keeps saying, remember, 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 and she keeps trying. And then at the end, she has a moment where she does. Mm-hmm. But they don't let you know if that means she's done with the Mad Weary forever or does she need to be hooked up to the spaceship to... Well, I think we can expect more movies by the way this movie ended. Yes, but <laughs> not. In, in the next movie, out. should we expect her to still be dealing <laughs> with it? Putting her hand this? in a toaster. Because if she's still dealing with it and it's not like examined, I'm just going to feel like, oh, great. Now we have this fucking plot well, tool every time right? we Well, the thing of it is, is that, yeah, because what's her face? Uh, a- Ajax was like, this can't be healed. Well, so, well Ajax said, it could this, yes, just cut I your know. memories off, which is also like, is that crazy? You li- you live forever. Cut off a few thousand years. How much can you even remember yeah. by that point anyways? Like, are you yeah. really remembering like, oh, I went on this ride this one time 600 years ago or I, I kissed this one person? No way. I remember every kiss I've ever had. It's you've only, you've had only had three, three. kisses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and they're Fastos. all beautiful. Fastos brings... Uh, to the table of talent for creating technology and weapons, which he can produce with his mind and energy powers. So this is why I was a little confused. She creates... Oh, did I skip that? Uh, yeah, but we Oops. got him. Okay. Um, she creates stuff with her cosmic energy, and he kind of does the same thing, but then it also is sometimes metal. Well, the difference is he made the plow that created the nuclear bomb. <laughs> and one of the things that was so wild to me, why have... Half of these characters even here. If he can never create technology because it's always too much for them to... They have to, like, do it themselves. Yeah. Then it's like... Yeah, uh, then what's the point of this what's character? What's the fucking point of you? Yes. What's the point of the guy, Druig, who can control people if he's never allowed to control people? Right. right. And so, like, okay, get rid of him. What's the point of the illusion girl? Yeah. When she can't, t- at a certain point, isn't allowed to tell anybody anything. Yeah. It makes no sense. None of... I'm like, get half these people out of here. Yeah. Faust is oh wait for makes Fina Fina ten, uh, one out of ten five only because Angelina Jolie is so good yeah seven I'm gonna give her an eight okay because I really liked her and then also Fastos 
makes like a plow and then is immediately in Hiroshima after they drop that bomb. <laughs> Him and Dude, Ajax. I caused this. Those two can't fly anywhere. She lives in South Dakota and somehow they're there on at the bomb, also, bomb dropping. can we talk like, about the I gay family for a moment? Let, okay, let me take the charge. Yeah, as a gay. <laughs> oh, H, you go ahead first. <laughs> this is Marvel's first gay character. Is it really? Disney's gay character. It's one of the first gay characters put in a large blockbuster that cannot be edited out okay. for mm. overseas audiences. Jeez. So like there's in Star Wars, there's a scene where two lesbians kiss, but it can <laughs> be edited out. It's like nothing. Okay. Um, it's not nothing to me. What? I prob- They probably watered down this relationship so that like no matter what audience they showed it to it can be like quote relatable like mm-hmm. oh they're gay characters but they're just like you they have a family and they whatever i could not believe for even one second that this family was his driving focus on anything because well because the second you pop in it's like he's immediately has a reaction to them being there and yeah. like you, you have no time to settle into this family you don't see this family you don't know this family and also like the whole thing of like whenever they're having that argument at the end where it's this big philosophical debate about should humanity exist or should <laughs> or should we do whatever and then he's like I love my kids and you won't tell me anything different. And like, everybody's like, nobody's saying, everybody in this room has people they love. Right. Everybody in this room, it felt and, so forced. And, and like how we were all grody. laughing at the, the, the choice of him joining them in like making sure the less celestial thing doesn't come out or his kid dying in a couple days. And he was okay. just like, <laughs> that's the other thing. How do you ever have a family? You're just going to watch them die. Right. right in days. Yeah. And this, and he was like fighting it. This guy and this kid. The relationship was probably let's be generous. That and say, kid is 10 so years, cute, right? Because yeah. the kid was really young. Everything like this person has lived for seven thousand years, and yeah. he is so torn up about a relationship that's ten years of his life. If you do the math, I just did it. That is point one okay, percent of his freaking life. Of course, it's of course. his kid. I do love I the guess. idea. I love the idea of his husband on his deathbed, and he's and they've talked about it. They know I'm gonna outlive you and all of this mm-hmm. stuff, and they have that beautiful moment of like, you know, I'm, I'm here with you as you go on to the other side. And right before the husband dies, you know, he's going, "Don't move on after me. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't ever. No, I don't want you to remarry. <laughs> Goodbye." <laughs> like what a weird relationship dynamic too. But what a fun movie. Yeah, but also- <laughs> <laughs> that would make. Uh, what do we give Fastos? Two out of ten. Three? Yeah, yeah. I don't believe it. Good listen. Seems okay. very very nice. Couldn't care less what happens to him. Yeah, I like that actor though a lot. Okay, so yeah. Sprite. Sprite. Blah blah blah. Great illusions. Blah, blah, blah. Sprite's powers are average except in matter manipulation. Often uses a skill in a trickster fashion, not dissimilar to Loki. Uh, Sprite's powers are similarly <laughs> sneaky, revolve around illusions instead. So we saw mostly illusions. It was mostly right. illusions. She's known for creating fireworks for a captive human audience, creating clones, um, and materializing silhouettes from thin air. Creates illusions, somehow is in love <clears throat> with Icarus, and also <laughs> is constantly berated for looking like a child yeah. from her fellow Eternals. Who oh, I didn't get that vibe oh you missed a lot then they make a lot of jokes about her being a kid and her being like oh like, i can't drink beer because i've been alive for seven thousand years <laughs> that's the only one i can remember oh there's a couple around there she's the one that seems most upset about it she is she's very really she is upset. i would be too 
I would yeah. be too. This it's is bad. a rough deal. Yeah. Like, why make her a child? Why would, like, why would, what's his name? Aramesh? Amishan? Arishan. <laughs> Amistad? Yep. <laughs> Amadeus. Amadeus. <laughs> we said no singing. We made that rule at the very start. Uh, Amelia Earhart. So she, her, t- yeah, her storylines are like, is in love with Icarus and is also struggling with always being a child and, and not being able to grow up in this world or really like be anything other than a child in this world forever. Yeah. Um, her, she is so annoying. She's what? really annoying. Is this a B plot, a C plot, a D plot? Yeah. Who I don't care? They're the trying best, to make it an A plot. The best part is when she gets bopped in the head. With that rock. That yeah. was so funny. One out of ten. Yeah, one truly ten. one out of ten. I did not like that character. I, I felt for her. I really did feel I, bad. I did feel for her. Yes, I 100%. When they turned her no. into a, a person at the end, I, I thought, best thing you can have truly do. i was Good excited for, for her yeah leave now forever. right exactly it's like you're also not gonna be in any thing, other movies she can't stay in an eternal right because the actress will grow right doi good <laughs> <laughs> all right oh makari you're so makari. lucky to read this do you, want, you read makari and then i'll read druid okay so in the comics makari spends most of his time channeling cosmic energy to improve his speed Makari's highest ambition is to become the fastest person in the world, manage to overturn Quicksilver um, himself, or obvious reasons that ambition will likely go unrealized within the... Okay, we don't need to read that. Um, Uses their speed to great effect, uh, hurting Icarus Icarus far more than any other Eternal (laughs) read in their prolonged respective duels. Stop (laughs) laughing. Icarus Um, is going to be my Halloween costume. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> While Makari is running, golden energy can be seen enveloping her body, which mirrors the other MCs. We don't need to get into all that. Yeah. She's fast. She's super fast. She's amazing. I love that actress. This is a great example of good casting and taking a, a change from the comics and making it great. Yeah. She's really good. I love her chemistry with Druig. Also, what's that saying that all actors like pedal around where it's like you make the most of your... your there are no small roles. There are no small <laughs> roles or like you eat up the chew up the scenery whenever you're... She does. Work. She truly is so present yes, in every scene. you're so right. She's really... um, Yeah, I guess that's the word for it. She's just present. And her and Druig have more chemistry in, in the... three seconds. Three seconds <laughs> they're on screen together than Cersei and... Icarus. Icarus have the whole will ever have for movie. the rest of their eternal lives. Why they had a sex scene in this, and we were that... bored. Well, the sex scene was, <sighs> "Hey, Ajax, can I, can I marry somebody? Is that okay? Yeah, okay, great. Let's go walk and stare at a sunset, and then immediately have sex. Yeah, there is no joy in that. That was really hard to watch. There's, it really was. It was weird. It was so weird. weird. It felt like kids were in the room, and there were no kids here. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it felt like watching a sex scene with kids in it the room. It did. It did. Yeah. Um, they should have been going to Pound Town. <laughs> yeah. If I can fly, guess what? We're having sex in the air. Yeah. But I really love Makari. I mean, I just wish and there was more of her. Change, sorry. She could change matter, but we agreed to have sex on rock. Hard rock. Yeah. Turn this into a four-poster bed. Yeah. <laughs> make it all water or something. Oh, I love Makari. 10 out of 10. So great. 10 out of 10. 10 yeah. out of 10. I love that her whole thing about humans is oh, I just like to take their cool stuff and have all these relics. Yeah. And I've got so this cool. And part of dragon me, horde. Honest, part of me is like she was, you know, not in the movie as much as like Cersei or Icarus or whatever. But my hope is that we get this like introduction into loving her and then she 
like is really more prominent <laughs> okay. in the next. I would like to see her in another movie. Yeah. All right. So two in two and a half hours of this film is we got to get the band back together, <laughs> but we go to our super speedster last. Yeah, that of- is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> But when, hey, she's what given, we... but when she's asked to do one thing, she gets it done in a second. Immediately. She doesn't even need to hear you finish the sentence. No. And she's and she already gone. in Japan. She knocked everybody over. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. What if we just go here? And then yeah. she brings everybody here <laughs> immediately. No, the world's going to end in six days. So let's go to South Dakota first. Yeah. Also, the VFX for her running, I feel like, have put every... So this movie came out. I mean, this movie is not real, well received, of course. But when this movie came out, within a couple months, or like within a month, DC delayed their Flash movie. And I wonder if it has anything to do with how great the special effects of her running were. Mm. Her speedster stuff was like some of the coolest speedster stuff I've ever seen in a superhero movie. I Quicksilver from X-Men. Quicksilver's... I think, um, yeah. Those are still really yeah, good. The scenes where it's like slowed down for us, but we mm-hmm. see it's obviously in fast motion. Those, I love those scenes. Those yeah. are really cool. I think also the Flash movie, Ezra Miller, gosh, you got to recast that guy. Yeah, he yeah. does, he just generally on, does. Moving on, it's Honestly. not an Ezra Miller podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> All right, who's next? No, 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 we have to, so we get 10 out of 10, right? 10, 10 out of 10, 10, 10, 10 oh, out of yeah. 10. So Druid. Druid. Here, I'll read Druid. For the most part, Druid's powers are comparable to his fellow Eternals, yet his advanced telepathy sets him apart um, as a singular, singularly powerful entity. Druid who tortured people for the oh god that's Marvel crap nobody cares. Um, essentially, he mind controls people. controls people. Yeah, yeah, he's the villain in the comics. He's the he is. He's a villain in a lot of the comics. Do you think you're gonna make him a villain in this? I don't know. He's already kind of conflicted. Yeah, did, and did. he's more. He's the most compelling. He's the in most this compelling group. character in the entire group. He he's conflicted. Is he in or is he out? He clearly loves Macari. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, he to me had the most compelling character. Controlling humans' minds is, I guess, taboo. But <laughs> this house is team. Think of the Drew. order. Yeah, well, because it was interesting, right? War gone. He was like he the fir- he did it the first time, or kind of, to all those people because he was like, we can stop this, and yeah. then later he like can mind control an entire village that he's like the leader of. And it seems <laughs> like he's kind of just doing it as like a fun experiment. Yeah, well, it's because. Like, he yeah. was like 20 he, he generations make his of life this comfortable with that. Yeah. South American rainforest Amish community. Yeah. yeah, they all love their lives. Peaceful in nature. Think about that for the whole world. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, huh? Team Drew. He, so he, to me, is like the most compelling 10 out of 10 character. Take control. Yeah. Take control. Mm-hmm. Well, the actor is super cool, too. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, 10 out of 10, Team Druid the whole way. Yep. I give him a 10 out of 10, too, because yep. he's... I was delighted to see... He was a breath of fresh air in a suffocating film. A suffocating film. Okay, Ajax. Ajax has all the powers of the average Eternal in the comics, but can do one thing that the others can't, communicate with their creators, the Celestials. This makes Ajax essential to the group since the Celestials visit Earth periodically to pass judgment on the planet. <laughs> F minus every time. This ability is why some uh, Ajax is selected to be the leader of the Eternals. Uh, she also channels her gifts and expertise into herbal and generational medicine, making her the master healer of the group. And by extension, Icarus is first target. Yeah, she doesn't give you like a T. No, (laughs) No, no, no. she's just like. (laughs) No, but I think the last sentence (laughs) that you guys uh, talked over (laughs) is Icarus's first target. I think that's important. (laughs) Shut up. I think that's important that she's Icarus's first target. Yeah. Because she can't heal. Because she can heal everybody. Yeah. 
Um, we don't see a ton of of her. We don't see a ton. Wonderful. Ca- I mean, I love the so, cast of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, they were done dirty. The but the best ones were done dirty. Yeah, I think the whole cast was done dirty. I think they were. I think they were signing on to a Marvel movie that was supposed to like. They were like, "Hey, this could be a ton of movies," and then I think Marvel. My friend Steve had this uh, theory: is Marvel's just test running an X Men type yeah. of. Like, how can we do X-Men? Yeah. I mean, Selma Hayek, there were so many parts of this where when I watched it, when I watched the trailer, I thought, okay, we're going to get like, because they had that shot of her riding a horse dressed as a cowgirl. (laughs) And I thought, oh, okay, these people are going to live all over the world throughout history and know each other and come and whatever. Yeah. It was just sort of like, no, 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 no. For like the last six months, I've been living in Nevada and I have a horse. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm trying to be a cowgirl. Yeah. And it was so cheap and so weird. I'm like, you really, you got Selma Hayek and you're making her sit on a horse <laughs> so that she can gallop in and say, well, the end of the world's happening. But mm. should it? But should it? Oh, my it? God. Yeah. One out of ten. Uh, <laughs> for, no, for I'm going to give her, I'm going to give her, I'm going to give what her. What was a, her character? I'm going to give her a four. I'm going to give her a five just because she came, she's the one that. Like planted the seed of doubt. She was just like, I don't know if this is right. Get out of here. They've no, been living here, for seven seven thousand years. She knows all humans are gonna die. And then only in like the nineties, oh, she's wow. like, Maybe they deserve to Purity. live. She does have that moment in During the Clinton Babylon presidency? where she says to um Amistad. Yep. She <laughs> says, Hey, I'm kinda thinking like maybe these people are different than other planets. First of all, what of an insult to other planets. Right. And yeah, then Arishem um, is like, say no more. Do not fall in love with anybody here because we're coming to we're get your ass in 2,000 years. And Garrett, I disagree because people can change their minds. In the 90s? In the 90s. Oh, yes. No, people notoriously did not change their mind in the 90s. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Think of banana clips. Come on. <laughs> um, um, I, like, I liked her. Yeah. So I would give her five, six. All in all, I think it's now time to give a one out of ten to this mo- film. Did we go all through all the characters? We went through we all the characters. I mean, yeah, there's I still a couple here. We there's, could say John okay, Snow. <laughs> that's the other one. There's uh, Dane, whatever his name Whitman. is. And, and we shouldn't read that because we don't really know what his. We don't well, really know. Knight, he's really yeah. a plant to, for another for the next movie that he's yeah. going to be in. Which was like that was that was dumb. And the then way they that throw was Blade done, in. Yeah, that was just. Speaking of things they've thrown in. There's a cut scene at the end of this movie where out of a portal comes the worst CGI <laughs> troll I've ever seen in my entire a leprechaun, life. leprechaun, right? That thing looked horrible. Patton Oswalt, right? It was Patton Oswalt's voice. Who introduces another Eternal who's fucking Harry Styles. Yeah. We needed Which... more British Isles white men in this film. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking... <laughs> oh, my God. And then I, I was... I thought I was... I was conflicted about Harry Styles being one of the most compelling actors in this whole film mm-hmm. by only being in the last 10 seconds. Cause I was like, Oh, that really makes the rest of this. I remember being in the theaters when it came on puts in perspective, puts in perspective. I was like, Oh, I'd rather see where this guy's going than like really a yeah. little bit. And I knew that 100%. he was going to be in, I had heard about the leak and I was like, maybe it was because my expectations were so low and I was kind of annoyed that Harry Styles was going to be in the MCU. And I was like, Oh, okay, whatever. 
But then when I saw him in the scene, I was like, oh, he actually like. But there's so many of them already that I'm just like, I don't need to. I don't. And like, there's so many others that I like. Like, I love Maraca. Makari. Makari. And I like Druid. You had a list in front of you. I know. I put it down. (laughs) And it's like, I like these other characters. Let's just like roll them out. (sighs) Whatever. And that's the Eternals. I wish we could have talked more about the plot, but. What plot? What plot? I wonder what the, our score would be if we averaged up all of our scores of the characters. You like know what? That would be the score of the movie. I won't do that in post, and I'll <laughs> say I never did. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to give this movie a, a one out of ten? And is this in what the MCU give it out of or compared, to, every compared to movies in general? Your average movie, not just MCU movies, but movies in general, one out of ten. Um. I know that there are like real ones out of tens out there, and I don't think this was that. So I'm gonna give it because of the few characters I liked. I think I'll give it. I'll give it a five. Okay. This is the worst movie in MCU, um, and I think it's. Maybe I'll give it a five. Uh, seeing Thor, I mean, Thor, Thor, and Thor two are down there. Incredible Hulk's kind of down there, but I, th- I think. This is by, I, I think this is clear cut the worst movie in the MCU. I'd say it's even worse than a lot of the DC stuff. Give recently us a number. Too. That's, a, it's true and sad. I give it a three. I think yeah. it is a mess. It's a yeah. mess from the lore. It's a mess from the comics. And it, the, the humor is so bad. I agree. Bad. The humor is really bad. The I was going to give it a four. The humor was uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it really was. I was going to give it a four, but then I went with a five because I was like, who do I think I am? But I do think Bring it back four. down to a four. I think it's a four. I think it's a th- yeah. I give three. it a three. Yeah, it's bad. Devin? <laughs> I want so when I left the theater, and I think I said this already, but when I left the theater, I really did not think it was as horrible as everybody had said it was. I definitely did not think it was a good film, but I left thinking like half of it I liked and half of it. When we sat through this, I felt so guilty and embarrassed that I made you two watch this. <laughs> no, I'm glad I, I did. I was horrified. When you paused it for the first time and it was at 40 minutes and I had thought we were almost done, <laughs> right? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I know I have given every movie a 10 out of 10, but this movie is so bad. I think I'm going to give it a one. That has a zero behind yep. it because it's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm just like, I hope Garrett doesn't beat me to this. I was waiting waiting for you to say it's so horrible when you give me a 10. Uh, I give it a 10 out of 10, but 10 out of 10 meaning, you know. Knowing who you are. Knowing knowing that that's a bit, because this is quite literally the biggest waste of your fucking time. Yeah, it's no good. I would instruct people to skip it. If you gave me, you, you, any, any random person on the street, this budget, this group of actors, and three hours of film, to really like just hey go crazy, make a whole new Marvel story, they'd come up with a better film. I think. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like we talked about this a little bit and we kind of abandoned it. But how would you? What would you do to remedy this film? I would do. I would map this over like a Lord of the Rings. Yes, quest. like three movies. You don't meet all thirty people. Totally. At the beginning, yes, and then like back and forth. You take it from like the journey with like yeah. I would introduce them all at the top. So we know that there are 10 individuals. But then, if we're following Cersei, we follow Cersei and have everybody... First of all, I would kill off more than just Ajax. I would kill off a few, so we only have six people that we're really focusing on. Mm -hmm. The six who can fight and, like, 
contribute. Yeah, not the five that come down not on the, the ship later. Not the how are we going to make six volcanoes? Check out these fireworks. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> so stupid. And then I would map it over one of because it's a long movie. It's a long story. So like map it over one of those. Yeah. I think it would be really interesting to, again, if it's like more than one movie so we don't throw everything into this one movie and kind of start with like where everybody is and just like seeing them for a second and where they like landed and just like living in that for a second and then it just kind of builds from there. Well, like set the whole thing in ancient Babylon, right? Well, that was one thing I really didn't like was all the flashbacks. I thought that was terrible. No, here's my thing. Here's, here's how I do it. I put it all in Babylon. Like the whole movie takes place. A A bunch of deviants are coming to fight and eat, all the humans in this one last mega city mm-hmm. and the, these Eternals have to come and fight, fight them off and they did it. They did so well. Cool, cool, cool. And then like later on they realize, Oh wait, the, the deviants were actually the good guys. And, and you know, yeah. later on, or even like if it's going to be modern so that we can like loop in the rest of the MCU and stuff, have this whole first movie be Eternals versus the deviants. You destroy the deviants. The deviants are the bad guy we know. After you destroy the deviants, it is revealed we're actually the bad guys and they're going to destroy this planet in the next movie. Then the audience comes back for the next movie. Yeah. And I would love for the deviants to have more to tell us. I would love for the deviants to have more personality and for us to and for them to like sell us their side of the story. It would be cool for the audience to be if genuinely deviants, conflicted on who right. to root for. Right. If the deviants at yeah. the end said, "We weren't trying to kill humans. We were trying to kill you." Yeah. yeah. Cuz you were killing all the humans. Yeah, that would be a cool thing. And the other thing is like th- how can the deviants tell us anything in this movie? They can only talk for one scene. He learns <laughs> how to talk at the last scene. <laughs> and then instead he's like, "Thena." Yep. And then they just like fight for his egg. He's Ooh. and then he fights Icarus, and they're fighting Icarus, and that it's like, what is happening? Yeah. So dumb. All right, so we do have some questions that we ask at the end of this podcast, okay. as we know. In this movie, who would you? I had to look up these questions only to realize I know these fucking questions. <laughs> who in this movie would you replace with Rosie O'Donnell and Danny DeVito? I'll go first to make you think. Okay. Hands down, Rosie O'Donnell is Gilgamesh. Hands down. And her relationship with Fina is the gay story that I put in this. Yes. Yes. Um, Then, because of that, I am going to replace Fastos, the... um, uh, the guy who makes tech. Tinkerer, yeah. With Danny DeVito. Mm. And Rhea Perlman with a daughter are the people he's saving. Isn't that fun? That okay. is fine. Uh, here was my first thought. Arishem is a Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> Not the voice, <laughs> just a giant Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> With six eyes. <laughs> six <laughs> eyes and, you know, a billion feet tall. And, uh, and then uh, Danny DeVito is the celestial. You see him pop out through the ocean. <laughs> and you see his head <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> But and he then he becomes like, ice. He looks like the penguin from Batman. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> Danny DeVito, penguin from Batman. Uh, and then a twins, Arnold Schwarzenegger, comes up right next to him. <laughs> 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 I love, mine's pretty cut and dry. Mine's really, mine's really straightforward. Uh, Cersei is Danny DeVito. Okay. Icarus 
is Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, okay. I like that. Okay. I think that that's, I think that's fucking fun. That is fun. <laughs> I think that's a fun movie. Make the leads really funny. They're fighting. Are they in love? Whatever. Why not? And then last but not least, um, hot dad energy. Hot dad. Thank you so much for being better at this podcast than I am. <laughs> hot, hot dad, dad energy. energy. I'll Dude, go first yet again. I am gonna give hot. Okay. Ugh. Honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, we're talking about energy. This can be non-gendered. It doesn't, and we're just talking about who has that hot dad energy. It's Ajak for me. Yeah. yeah. Ajak has very yeah. much hot dad energy. Yes, I agree. The hottest man in this film is hands down Jon Snow. Whose name I won't learn. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't care. Dane Whitman. And no. Rob I didn't learn his Rob character Stark. name. I'm not going to learn his actor name. He's Jon Snow. Icarus, Rob Snark, Richard Madden is hotter. He, I'll no, die on this hill. Not. I okay. So I was Drew's on your team hotter. first, Evan. Oh my God, Druig is not. Look, the actor who plays Druig is very nice. He's you very, can tell he was a boxer. Yeah, he's. <laughs> way you can more tell he's been hit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm he's not the saying one he's I, hideous. He's the one I would I would try to date out of all of them. Oh, I would too, because he has great personality and yeah. he is cute. But he is not comparable to. If we're, t- we're talking okay. about if, if we're talking here. pretty pretty looks, Richard Madden is way prettier. Okay. <laughs> he's got that he's got that gray little hair. Um, okay. Strong gin. <laughs> the guy's a good looking dude. They're both good looking. Who cares? John Snow's like five foot. He's got this oily hair. With a big out of here. fat, <laughs> chonky ass. They barely show it. I can see an ass. You don't need. It doesn't even need to be in the frame. I can see the air around the ass. <laughs> I can see the air around the ass no. being displaced <laughs> by the volume of the ass. Yeah, you know. You, you ever see wind go over a truck? Yeah. You know you in Daredevil where he hears raindrops? Yeah. Uh, the the world I see is made up of the air that's been displaced by other asses. You can see the aura of the ass. I've been I've been in a pitch pitch I black room with Devin. Auras. He's like, I know the way. I'm the psychic who reads ass, ass auras. auras. <laughs> Honestly, though, you guys think we're joking, and Devin does have that gift. I yeah. really do. <laughs> he really I does. I could look at someone's face. I could look at your. I could look at a random driver's license. And tell you the exact inch <laughs> circumference of someone's ass. <laughs> the color surrounding their an ass. ass connoisseur. An assessor. <laughs> I've been in a pitch black room with Evan and you can tell who's sitting and who's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, when we've gone to shows and it's crowded, I will move you and you don't even realize because I know an ass is coming our way. Like, oh, watch your head. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, anyway. Wait, who's your hat dad? agreed. Selma. Yeah, I think I, Selma yeah. Hayek is the hot dad. Selma Hayek is the hot dad. Uh, no. None of our lights are on. Oh, Talking dang to it. it. Oh, dang it. Oh, uh, well. All right, well, thank you both so much for being here. Thank you for letting me in your home to watch this three-hour movie. Thank you for, <sighs> thank you for choosing us. Yeah. Any final ruminations? Love you and good night. <laughs> All right, baby. <laughs> Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. That is thetridentnetwork.com. And also, don't forget to follow Disney Adult on Instagram at at disney.adult.podcast.